This is All India Radio. In the program Spotlight, now we bring you a discussion on India's concerns in Madrid Climate Change Conference. The participants are Dr. C.K. Varshane, environmentalist, and Vibha Sharma, journalist. The 2019 United Nations Climate Change Conference, COP25, is currently underway in the Spanish capital of Madrid. The United Nations Secretary General, Antonio Guterres, has already warned that time to avoid the worst effects of climate change is running out and that negotiations should be guided by science. By the end of the meeting on December 13, negotiators hope to resolve disagreements over implementations of the Paris Climate Accord. What can be expected at COP25? And do you expect a resolution on the contentious carbon market issue? Well, you are rightly saying that the climate change has become a very serious issue and the global community is really worried about its consequences and its impact, which really affects every dimension of life as well as all vocations and all economies of the world. And therefore, it is something that it is unprecedented and obviously everybody is worried. Regarding your specific question of carbon trading, let me give you a little background that it was in COP25 when rules of managing the intended carbon commitments by the country which was to be laid at that time the carbon trading was a vexing issue and it was left so at this meeting they are going to really devote their time on this that is let me just explain what is carbon trading carbon trading is like this that if there is any industry or any organization or a country which is capable of reducing their carbon emission more than what they have committed for then they accumulate certain units which are extra than their commitment and these are available for sale internationally both domestically as well as internationally so those companies or institutions or industries or countries which are not able to meet their requirement of suppressing carbon emission because of the high cost involved they really purchase and claim that they have really been able to conform to their climate commitment so this is what the climate so country or institution a sells it to the b because they have got extra they have been little more aggressive in containing carbon emission now who is going to sell to whom how this is going to be governed whether it is going to be a double accounting that both countries will say that we have done our duty and it is to be given credit i think these are the issues which need to be settled and looked after these are very serious issues in many respect because it is a double edged sword sometimes it may help but if it is not properly implemented and if the clarity is lacking then you will find that there are problems in reducing global carbon emission and therefore this is a time that they are going to discuss this issue very seriously most of the developed countries are responsible for legacy emission as well as for their large emission which they are still practicing or continuing and therefore many developing countries who have very little to contribute or are at least not responsible are the worst sufferer and therefore they are going to have a serious problem in repairing the damages or overcoming these problems which are inflicted upon them or which they have very little to do
as you rightly pointed out it is the nitty gritties of the paris accord that are going to be discussed in this meeting are being discussed rather and it is a very important conference given that it comes before 2020 now so the report suggests that the world is already 1.1 degrees centigrade warmer than it was at the onset of the industrial revolution it is already having significant impact as you rightfully pointed out on the world and its people it is also said that if the current trends persist then global temperatures can be expected to rise by 3.2 to 3.9 degree centigrade by the end of the century do you think it is possible is it not being too alarmist given that some of the predictions made 20 years back are yet to come true you see it is like this that earlier we have been able to assess and therefore during the paris accord we have said that 2 degree and beyond is going to be something which is going to be drastic irreversible and consequences will be very very dangerous but now the new studies which have come you see in october a report came which warned us that 1.5 degree is perhaps is the limit and we cannot go beyond and which means as you have rightly said that we have already crossed 1.1 degree and therefore very small window is left for us and there are many countries which have still to provide safe and enough energy to their citizen and for the growth and development and therefore the question is that the commitments which were made at paris agreement at the time are such that even if they are met and everybody confirms to them even then the global temperatures are going to exceed well beyond 2 degrees and in some places it might exceed even 3 to 4 degrees very easily that is number 1 and number 2 that the time has come when we should really realize that it is something which no single country is capable of meeting them and therefore the flow of technology from the developed countries to the developing countries is an important issue as you rightfully pointed out it is all about the collective effort but then to reach the position that is required the internationally agreed goal of 1.5% you require greenhouse gas reduction of 7.6% i believe between 20 to 2030 and it's a tall order everybody says it's a tall order and the window of opportunity as you again said is growing smaller but again it is also said that climate change negotiations are more than environment it's about the economics and in the given current economic situation how do you think that would be achieved let me tell you that it is not a question of economics first it's a question of survival if survival is at stake then obviously the economics should take a back seat but it is unfortunate that because of the self interest the commerce and economics has been put as the first objective and the problem is here so the time has come when we have to realize that much of our aspiration and much of our dreams can be realized only when we will survive but the question is with the continuing climate change and the onslaught of the changing climate it becomes impossible with the question the way that they are handling it is the self interest of the developed countries which are really making the progress slow in fact 45% reduction has to be achieved by 2050 and that is a very tall order which means that a transformative change has to come in our thinking in our production processes in our commerce in our industry and in our everyday life and in which everybody has to participate wholeheartedly cooperatively and with enthusiasm but that seems to be lacking 
countries continue to disagree on targets on cutting carbon emissions that is also a fact and it seems that plans to increase these targets have not been included in the final agreement of the cop 25 that will be presented on december 13 do you think at times there is also this question whether activists like greta thunberg they are overreacting maybe situation is not so bad as being projected how do you see the activist reaction what is happening in vis-a-vis how the countries are going to react to this see it is like this that it is the political maneuvering which is really holding us to see the obvious and to take the required action the overall public response to these problem is very genuine because they are the sufferers for example you can see that the kind of flood that we have suffered during last year or at least this season of rainfall yes we have uh, suffered many we have suffered now this is unwarranted all this has happened not because of their doing but it is because of the climate that is changing also you should realize that our rainfall pattern has also drastically changed and winter rains have reduced very much in fact the number of rain rainy days have also reduced resulting into serious issue of flood drought heat waves we have experienced the temperatures have really almost kissed 50 degree centigrade and now these are the things which are happening and their intensity and their frequency is increasing the cyclones that we are having and the forest fire which is raging all over the place uncontrollable and many people have to be evacuated and finally shifted from their regular moorings so i think all this is quite obvious and therefore the public outcry and it is not only in one place but i think in all places whether developed countries or developed countries there is a demonstration and there is a outrage to see that more aggressive action has to be taken the uk government has to pass a climate emergency from their parliament so i think climate emergency passing is fine but now we have to act on that and the time has come where less of talks and more of act science is very clear the technology is available the only question is that we have to develop a strong political will and a strong political commitment to get over this problem which is unprecedented in the history of mankind yes sir as you rightfully pointed out it is time to act but some of the countries continue to be in a denial mode like the us coming to india india stance is primarily guided by the principles of equity and common but differentiated responsibility and respective capability underscored in the unfcc and included in the paris accord india wants developed countries to fulfill its climate finance commitments and progressively and substantially scale up the financial support what do you think environment minister prakash javadekar and his team of negotiators would be aiming at when the talks enter the final segment the high end segment which is soon going to happen i think this week onwards tomorrow onwards it's beginning you are right you see the india has stand very clear that we want climate justice and india has done fairly well with respect to the paris commitment our emission intensity has improved by 22% we are now committed to have 450 gigawatts of renewable energy mix and which includes 100 gigawatts of solar energy we have proposed solar energy alliance which has been accepted and there is a global appreciation for this step whereby it will be a process or it will be a platform for exchanging mutual experiences 
pooling resources and conducting research, the fruits of which will be available freely to the countries which are in a high solar shine region of the world. At the same time, during the climate action meeting in New York on 25th of September, Prime Minister has also proposed a coalition for disaster resilient infrastructure. Now this is also aimed at saving from the climate damage the infrastructure which are already there. The current estimate is that during the past years the kind of loss that we have suffered is enormous and 60% of that on account of infrastructure. And most of the developing countries have to go and construct and undergo major expansion of their infrastructure, which is going to be an expensive process and which are going to be in trillions of rupees. So in order to save all this, again, pooling of the resources and also technology, as well as retrofitting of the existing infrastructure, all these are included. And therefore, we have really encouraged not only the global community, but we are really providing a kind of catalytic service for creating this kind of a platform. Thank you. Thank you. You were listening to a discussion on India's concerns and Madrid Climate Change Conference. The participants were Dr. C.K. Varshane, environmentalist, and Vibha Sharma, journalist. This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio. This program is also available on our website news on AIR.com. You can also follow us on the News on AIR app for updates. You may email your opinion about this program at airnsdtalks at gmail.com.